morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, 1.37 p.m. Thank you for getting your day started with the 7.31 a.m. podcast. My name is Bo Templin. Thank you for listening to the show. It is greatly appreciated by us in the 1.37 p.m. family. Today is Tuesday, September 20th, 2022, and we have a fantastic 7.31 a.m. lined up for you. Elton Jones. And then we're going to get into some sports stuff, of course, and... um. As I told you, it's kind of been a dull month for entertainment, right? Not a lot of movies been coming out, but that will change this week as the movie Don't Worry Darling does hit theaters. So we have a gaming story. We have some sports stories as well. But we're going to start today, 731 a.m. by saying happy birthday to George R.R. Martin, the creator of Game of Thrones, the mastermind behind the entire universe, and now the new show, The House of the Dragon, is wildly popular still. I have yet to see it. I'm holding firm by my stance that if after six, seven episodes, people are like, Bo, it's the best show of the year. You have to see it. It's can't miss TV. Fine. Then I'll go back. I'll watch it. But I binged all of Game of Thrones in like five or six weeks to catch up with people to see season eight. And then I watched season eight and it was trash. And I was just so mad about all of it. So I'm not doing it until I know they don't deserve me. All right. I'm holding firm. All right. They, they do not deserve me. If at the very end, people are like, yo, it's it's really good. You have to have to do it. Sure. I'll go back. I'll do it. But until then, eh. But we'll say happy birthday to George R. R. Martin. He is the mastermind. Nothing that has gone wrong with Game of Thrones per se is his fault. Uh, but here's a little fun fact. And I did not expect this. Apparently, he's a pretty big sports fan. He's like written two books about sports. I think one of them was published. And apparently, he is a huge fan of the New York Jets and the New York Mets. I had no idea. I totally thought he was just some like, I don't know, author, fantasy writer who never was really into that stuff. But sure enough, uh, George R. R. apparently is a, a big sports fan. All right. We will start today's show by heading over to Elton Jones, who's got a gaming story for y'all. And it's, it's about GTA 6, Grand Theft Auto 6 and Diablo 4. Elton Jones, take it away. Bruh, 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 bruh. First things first, we got to talk about the elephant in the room. Grand Theft Auto 6 leaked footage. So last Sunday was one of the most newsworthy days in gaming history. So I woke up out of my cold slumber and woke up to two massive leaks for two highly anticipated games. 100 plus different videos of GTA 6's robberies, gunplay, fully voiced conversations, and more hit the internet from an anonymous source. Now the footage pretty much confirms the rumors about the game, which are the game's main location will be Vice City, and there's gonna be two protagonists, male and female. Rockstar Games confirmed that the leaks were indeed real and also noted that this mishap won't affect the development of Grand Theft Auto 6. So hopefully it'll drop around, I'd say, the earliest 2025. A lot of people were kind of shook because this person that leaked the footage also has some of the um, source code, which is like the development engine for the game. Who knows at this point, man? The game's coming out way later on. Now the leaked Diablo 4 footage showed up some barbarian-like character going around the game 
just hacking and slashing everything in sight. Just, you know, your typical Diablo action. That game is, I think, slated to come out in 2023, so this shouldn't impede the development too much. It's just lead footage from probably like a, a beta build that someone was playing. Now, both GTA 6 and Diablo 4 will look good, even though they're far from finished. So I'm expecting pure excellence once they finally drop in their complete finished form. Thank you very much, Elton. Appreciate you, dog. I'm excited to see you back in the office this week. We will now get into a couple different sports stories. So sports. we will start in sports by talking about the NBA a little bit. The NBA is heading in a direction. And they are in serious talks with the National Basketball Players Association. They are in serious talks about lowering the minimum age requirement to play in the NBA from 19 years old to 18 years old. Now, is this groundbreaking news? Probably not. But there are certainly some interesting figures around that 17, 18 year old age. Cough, cough. Bronny, James, Kof, Kof, you know, a few other, of course, very legitimate, incredible prospects who now could be eligible to join for next year's draft. Uh, this is good. I think if you are old enough to fight in a war, then I think it's absolute bullshit that the NBA can say, nope, you're not old enough to play for a pro team. If you are old enough to go to war, you are old enough to earn a living as a professional athlete in the United States. I think the law for really all of college sports that it's required. Once you're 18, you are 18. In my opinion, you should be able to play professional. If you're, if your game is that good, Hey, go ahead, play and earn that dough. You have earned that right. No doubt about it. In my opinion. Um, One of the other things that the NBA is talking about is allowing players to use some of their injury days and citing them as mental health injuries. So they're going to treat possibly, you know, this is one of the things that they're talking about is that they are looking to possibly treat their mental health protocol the same way they treat their physical health protocol. And, you know, the NBA has always kind of been forward thinking with that stuff. So not surprised that they would do a move like that. And ultimately that's, that feels like something that feels right. We'll now head into the next story in sports. And that is that Gordon Ryan wins the Abu Dhabi Combat Club Jiu-Jitsu Championship. So I don't know the jiu-jitsu scene or the grappling scene, you know, the same way I know MMA or the same way I know boxing. But, you know, I'm able to keep an eye on some of the big names. And this last weekend was obviously, you know, major championship ADCC. Gordon Ryan's kind of been the big hot shot in jujitsu. And he ended up going up against Andre Galvo, who's been the legend, right? For years, this this is the old legend, the veteran. And Gordon Ryan's not this new hot shot on the scene, but certainly, you know, the guy in his prime, the 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 alpha lion of the pack, and Ryan would take a 12-0 lead over Galvo before submitting him, um, and he would submit him with at the 16-minute mark. Excuse me, with a rear naked choke. It is his fifth ADCC title, and from my understanding, again. Don't know jujitsu or the competitions nearly as well as I do MMA or boxing, but this makes him 
at least from the perception of a lot of fans, the most undeniable best grappler in the world. And, and that's some really high praise. I, I believe Joe Rogan actually saw his performance live, which is really, really neat. We got one more story in sports, and this is being written by Jack Tandana, who's got an article now on the 137pm website, talking about Aaron Judge. Earlier this week, Aaron Judge hit home runs 58 and 59. He is now um, within two of the American League home run record. Over the last five months, quote, Judge has mashed without interruption, putting together arguably the greatest non-steroidal season of any living slugger. This is really good work from Jack Tandana. I He's a remarkable writer, and I just I really, really do enjoy reading his work. One of the things, though, I liked about the article is that he really does give props to Shohei Otani. I mean, he opens the article about Aaron Judge, and this whole article is saying, give Aaron Judge the MVP. I'm going to Yankees Red Sox, I believe, on Thursday. I think that's what we're going to do. And if Aaron Judge hits 60 while I'm at Yankee Stadium at the goddamn Yankees Red Sox name, I'm going to lose my shit. So this is, this is how... Uh, Jackson Dana opens up the article, quote, in terms of pure baseballing talent, Shohei Otani is probably among the half dozen greatest players who have ever lived. After unanimously winning MVP last season, Otani has been even better in 2022. He's simultaneously a top 10 hitter and top 10 pitcher in the MLB. His 891 OPS is better than all world sluggers like Juan Soto, Devers, Jose Ramirez, and he strikes out more batters per nine innings than any other starting pitcher. So if Shohei Otani is that good, and and Jack is truly in belief that Aaron Judge is the MVP, that's really, really saying something. If you are interested in the story, please check it out on the website. It's, it's beautifully written. Um, and I just wanted to give a little love to Jack there for that great article. Uh, for the 7.31 a.m. listeners, some of y'all might know I'm, I'm out in New York right now. I played Beth Page Black Golf Course on Monday. It is considered the hardest course in the United States. I'm going to have a vlog about my experience out very, very soon. Uh, I tweeted out a couple pictures, some some videos here, there. But wow, what an experience. I just wanted to share that with y'all because that vlog I'm going to want to share with all of you. I hope y'all check it out. It would, it would mean the world to me. And that will be it for today's episode. For more details on these stories and more, let's head to 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all socials. Actually, scrap that or head to 137pm.com and follow 137pm on all social platforms hop into our discord you got to do it we're getting notifications all day long that's where the family is hanging uh that's how you become part of the community we'll be back tomorrow as always remember stay curious